Hey everyone, this is Casey Callanan from Clear Contender Media. I want to welcome everyone back to the Small Business Leadership Report. For more episodes, visit clearcontender.com leadership. It's really difficult to maybe have the awareness when your social skills are lacking. Um, how do you get feedback? Yeah, well, you, you know, you've raised a great point, Casey, and we'll talk more about this when we talk about what you need to do as a leader to become more effective. And, and you mentioned the feedback. But here's the good news. The research that I've seen, and even some of Daniel Goleman's original research, you know, pointed to two, two interesting phenomena related to emotional intelligence. One is it can be a learned practice. You're not born with, you know, high emotional intelligence or low emotional intelligence. You can learn to increase your emotional intelligence. How do you do that? As you said, by building it into, you know, your leadership behaviors, the things you do every day. You know, I really struggle with empathy and I am going to make, you know, this uh, something that I work on as a leader as I work through my day to day, you know, uh, inter- you know, interactions with my employees, with my team. I'm going to really work on listening, trying to understand and demonstrate better empathy. And, and the good news is this is a skill set that you can you can learn on. The second thing that I thought was interesting in, in some of the original research from Goldman was this idea that the higher up you go in an organization, the more this social skills and and the emotional intelligence matters. In other words, you know, if you're starting out in a small business and a small organization and you start to work up into higher and higher leadership roles, as your leadership roles increase, the importance of emotional intelligence grows. So for those of you, you know, at the emerging leader stage, you know, new future leaders really work at developing uh, these skills because it will pay off and it'll pay dividends as you continue to, you know, increase your leadership roles and functions in organizations. And how about the ability to influence? Yeah, so the second skill that, you know, you really have to have is the ability to influence. And, and it makes sense as a leader, if we, if we go back to our definition of leadership being a process by which you influence providing purpose, direction, motivation, then to become a more effective leader, we've got to become more influential. When I, when I talk to emerging leaders about this idea about becoming influential, um, becoming you know, more effective at persuading others, some push back and are squeamish about this notion because they think in a sense um, it's manipulative. They get the the notion of the slick, you know, used whatever salesman idea in their head, and 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 they think that somehow being influential is manipulative, and that's not at all what we're talking about. We're talking about the inf- the ability to recognize that you have to be persuasive. You have to build a good argument. If you're trying to drive change in your organization, you're trying to get your team aligned in your strategic goals and objectives, you have to be influential. Now, there's wonderful resources out there. One of the ones, um, Saldini's book on influence is probably one that you know many, many have used in, in, in MBA programs or undergraduate work. And Saldini talks about these principles about how we can use certain principles uh, to increase our influence. Like take, for example, the first time you meet someone new. What are you trying to do? 
you try to find that similarity, don't you? You look to try to find a way that you can build that similarity uh, because people like people who are like them. And so we look to build that and we can build our influence by, you know, trying to, you know, build that, that similarity and that commonality with another. Uh, walk into your physician's office. Every room you walk in, what do you see? Plastered on the wall, up there are there, you know, board certifications, there, there are medical degrees, there are college degrees, because we know authority and those kinds of expertise helps to drive influence. When people see that expertise, it, it helps them uh, in becoming more influential. So again, there's principles like this, the principle of social proof. You know, I, I talk with small business owners frequently, and typically they'll tell me they have one or two people that everyone else in their team looks at. And if those folks get on board, others will follow. Well, that's this principle of social proof. You know, if we can begin to get people on our team sold on this new change effort and they follow the behaviors that we want, then others will jump on board as well. So it makes sense that if you want to be more effective as a leader and it's a process of influencing, then we have to work at trying to be more influential.